50-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline. The rules are simple. Cookies! Once you go in, you don't come out. It's fresh cookies! What up, love? We got football to talk about. Welcome to Fresh Cookies. I'm Neri Rodriguez. You know I'm going to start this off by saying, if you're not, go follow us on social media. On Instagram, it's at Fresh Cookies Show. On Twitter, it's at Fresh Cookies Pod. Like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The highlight show has been going great. I appreciate everybody's support thus far. And y'all making this really fun to put out content every week. So let me apologize because I did not put out an NFL Week 6 episode of the podcast. Not trying to make excuses, but I'm going to plead my case here. The fuck? It's a democracy. I've seen the the American justice system let bigger offenders go. So let me speak my piece. Anyway, coronavirus obviously impacting the entire globe, but it has also impacted my schedule at my full-time job as a high school sports reporter. There's been a lot of changes. Uh, I've filmed game, football games that are normal that are normally played on Fridays and Saturdays. I've had some Monday games. I've had some Tuesday games, and I've had some Thursday games also. I'm not complaining because I love football, but you know, makes it hard to do everything when you got no fucking time. That's not an excuse. I'm just glad to be here with y'all now. Yeah, NFL Week 5 is long gone. The only thing I have to say is I haven't been in a relationship in over a year. Don't cry for me. I'll be a bride someday. Someday. But seriously, Week 5 got to see... Some of my college bros, my homie getting married, shout out to him. Let me just say, watching the game with some of their significant others and tagalongs, I do not miss watching sports with certain women. Girls, I should say, and men too. It's not a gender thing. It's, it's a people thing. It's like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to watch Russ cook, if you will, and I got fools talking about dates And trying to make other men in the room jealous. I'm like, save that shit. I don't care who you fucking and sucking or who you want to be fucking and sucking. We here to watch the game. But they're Eagles fans. So I'll cut them a break. Anyway, NFL Week 6. I'm just going to get it right out the way. Where I was wrong. Starting with my boys, my pack. The set. Patriots and Denver. Oh boy, does New England have some cleaning up to do. Like, even Consuela from Family Guy can't scrub this one down. I mean, Patriots, what the fuck are you doing? I mentioned it on the highlights, but they couldn't, the offense couldn't find their way out of a brown paper bag. They look so lost out there. And not only that, this was such an anticipated game because we didn't get to play in week five, so. I've been waiting over a week to see them and got nothing, literally nothing. 
All right. I got I got Bronco highlights. I got a hobbled Denver Broncos team showing up the six-time, recent six-time Super Bowl champions. All right? It's inexcusable how bad the offense of this team has been the last two years. I thought it was Brady. Nah, I'm looking at coaching now. I don't I don't know if I can blame Belichick specifically. He's de- I don't know. He's got to be in that little coaching clusterfuck of people that are hurting this team. All right. I I would put it on McDaniels, but even then, like Belichick also the GM, he got to put pieces in place. I was talking about it with my brother. He's really big or he and you know what? He was big on Chase Claypool coming into the season. So I'm not going to say he's big on Chase Claypool because he was, you know, it was on his radar. But you look at Chase Claypool, CeeDee Lamb, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Like, at, like that, he could be a superstar. Dude is killing it. And he's like five foot. Like, we couldn't get nobody in the draft. And then, like, I can't even hate on the defense. Like, I was, I was talking with my brother about how the Patriots' defense, like, their their defensive staff is Belichick's younger son, Steve, and we got Gerard Mayo, Gerard, yeah, Gerard Mayo, former captain and linebacker. This is his first coaching stint. And the defense held, held Denver to, like, three or four fucking field goals. And even, and even the game against the Chiefs, the defense still held the Chiefs to six points at the half. I can't even, I can't like be mad at them. Definitely something with the offense. I'm not even going to put it all on Cam. Like, I, I, we hadn't seen Cam in like three weeks, including that, you know, the, the coronavirus shutdown. So, yeah, I was wrong there. Patriots really need to get their shit together. It was a rough day for me. I didn't even want to watch the rest of the games, but I did. And the next, game where I was wrong but you know I'm a little I'm not mad that I was wrong but Washington versus the Giants G-Men got their first win I'm happy for their fan base even though they're annoying at <laughs> even though they're annoying AF with a strong F they almost blew it there at the end uh Washington Riverboat Ron gambling going for the two-point conversion and didn't pay off for them. So shout out to the Giants and their fan base. You guys got to win. Congrats. Bears Panthers. Been high on the Teddy Bridgewater train. This was a turnover fiasco. If you look at the highlight video we put together this week. Atrocious. All right. Atrocious. Bears coming up. With fumble recoveries and literally Nick Foles throws an interception on the very first pass. Like the next play. Come on. And the Panthers, I I gave them praise because looking at their record with no McCaffrey, they've still been getting it done. I just, I know the the Bears are pretty good, but they should have beat them. The next game, Packers-Bucks. I think everybody thought, this was going to be competitive, so I can't I can't say that I was just wrong, but I was wrong. Aaron Rodgers started the game off so strong, I'm like, this dude's probably going to end with four touchdowns. 
oh no, it went to shit very fast. Shout out to the Bucks defense. They played their best game of the year. That I have a feeling that's going to be their best game of the year. And a highlight for me, pains me to say, but oh, I was happy to see it. Brady to Gronk, that touchdown, just who who thought we would honestly ever see that again? You know, I know with the offseason coming, we knew they were going to play together again, but just magical. I think my heart grew three sizes. Bad Jamaican accents aside, Rams 49ers also got this one wrong. 49ers coming out hot to begin. Jimmy G, he was back the week prior, but you can tell he was definitely more comfortable. George Kittle getting the game started with that huge touchdown. And hey, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, former co-workers with the Redskins. Funny, they're both head coaches now, and Jay Gruden is, I believe, an offensive coordinator for the... He's with the Jags, but let me just check his title, so nobody says any shit. Yeah, he's the the offensive coordinator, so shout out to his protégés. They're now at the helm. McVeigh getting to that. Both of them getting to a Super Bowl relatively early in their head coaching career. So you know they were going to play each other well. They know each other's secrets. San Fran's been plagued by injury thus far this season. Glad to see them kind of get back on track. But they're playing the Pats this week, so fuck them. Really don't care. Some great shit from week six. I'm going to just go out. And, and start with what made me the happiest. Falcons, Vikings, Julio Jones comes back and puts a stamp on the league that he's still elite. I've been a Julio supporter for most of his career, but I really didn't think I would be this happy to see dude come back. And, and that team is cool as fuck. I'm like, that's a cool ass dynamic they got. I mean, Matt Ryan, always a little shaky. You never know what you're going to get with him. But Todd Gurley there. I'm like, you got Julio, Calvin Ridley. Uh, The defense played lights out. They took it to the Vikings. I know they're struggling a bit. I'm a little disappointed in what they're doing. I guess letting go of Stephon Diggs really hurt them. They really haven't gotten over that breakup. But I was glad to see Julio get those two touchdowns. He's the leader on the team. Over the summer, I watched a roundtable with Todd Gurley, Cam Newton, Odell, hosted by Victor Cruz, by the way, and Gurley coming over from the Rams. They're talking about his first impressions with Atlanta so far, and right off the bat, because they asked him, they were like, are you hanging out with Matt? And he was like, now I'm hanging out with Julio, basically saying Julio runs that team. So when I heard he was going to play this week, I had to pick. I had to pick the Falcons. You know, I'm glad that they got their leader back. Hopefully he stays healthy. And they can be competitive. I feel like it's always good when, when ATL's in the mix. And that division, if if Atlanta could get it together, that division's pretty interesting. You know, Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Be interesting to watch going down the stretch here. Browns, Steelers. I've been trying to be more supportive of the Browns because on paper they have a stellar team. Like without Baker Mayfield, that team... It's hard, it's hard, it will be hard, 
it's hard not to root for them, but it is. And I'm not trying to hate on Baker, but obviously the production hasn't been there. And with the weapons you have, you should be blowing teams out. However, the Steelers being my second and surrogate team for my brother's sake, my other brother's sake, that defense is just nasty. And Big Ben's back. Like, wow, like Ben got hurt last year, was such a team player. He had to watch Mason Rudolph get his fucking wig split by Miles Garrett, which, by the way, was awesome to see the Browns go in there and just get had. And shout out to Minka Fitzpatrick of St. Peter's Prep in Jersey City, New Jersey. He had a pick for a touchdown. I don't know how Miles Garrett is even playing this season. I mean, Antonio Brown's still suspended till week eight. All right, for off the field shit. Now, I get that is a little different, but this man hit another player with a helmet on a nationally televised game. Come on. So, Cleveland, guess they ordered the loudmouth soup and they got what they ordered. Texans, Titans. Now, I picked the Titans to win this game, but what a game it was. Deshaun Watson keeping the team in there and Romeo Cornell he takes over the reins from Bill O'Brien he's doing a decent job got them their first win granted they played the Jags so they should have beat them but this was a great game overall Ryan Tannehill with with four seconds left hits AJ Brown and then the direct snap to Derrick Henry love to see it and shout out to Mike Vrabel you know two former Patriot greats and Mike Vrabel and Romeo Cornell, appreciate all they've done. Love to see that they're eating. Chiefs Bills, I've been really tough on the Chiefs defense. The Raiders just played them very well, but they're obviously the top team in the, uh, I wouldn't say they're, they're the top team in the NFL. They're definitely the top team in the AFC because I think Russ and the Seahawks are the number one team in the NFL. That And I picked them to go to the Super Bowl before the season started so I'm glad that that's happening but that Chiefs Bills game really great both teams just at the top of this league I'm excited for the Patriots to play Buffalo I think hopefully we'll play them well I I don't even know you know this is this shit's like Russian roulette every week that was a great game great one-handed interception by Daniel Sorison you should check out the highlights on our YouTube show and I have a feeling we might see these teams play again in the postseason. My issues from week six, really, it's only one game, and it's the Ravens and the Eagles. Eagles, they're just very sloppy. Not even sloppy. I just Carson Wentz is such a trooper. He's doing everything for that franchise right now. All right, fuck the coaching. Like, okay, defense... Defense wins championships, but this guy has the heart. Like, he's running the ball. He's throwing it. Granted, he's getting intercepted, but he's still trying to be a gamer. And that's all you could ask for. Now, on the other side, the Ravens should have beat the piss out of them. And I feel like these last couple weeks, you know, the Ravens playing Washington and now Philly. They, you know, they, they've had two games basically served to them on the silver platter and they were close like there's no excuse for that 
The Ravens, after getting their ass whooped by the Chiefs, look very pedestrian. And until then, I'm going to put the Bills as the second best team in the AFC. So I'm not impressed that you got two road wins over opponents. You should have been Baltimore. Pick it up. All right. Because if you if you play Mahomes again. And it's a blowout, even if you lose. Y'all not ready. Y'all not ready. All right. Week seven. Things already got started with the Giants and the Eagles. Two one in five teams essentially playing. I know the Eagles have a tie on their record, but I still count that as a loss. Hard for me to pick a team that I wanted to see win, but also a team I didn't want to see lose. Cause you want to see you don't want to see teams finishing with negative records and shit. I know it has to happen. It's the way the league goes. It's just a bummer. It's just a bummer when You want to talk shit to your friends, but their team's really just already out of it. And they're they're not even into watching football anymore. It's just it's not fun. All right. Shit talking is only fun if it's reciprocated. So NFL week seven Sunday games. Let's start with the Panthers at the Saints. New Orleans at home, but that means nothing. Their offense is mad sus. Looks like Michael Thomas might not play again. So that's heartbreaking for them. Bridgewater lead, you know, I got to give Teddy Bridgewater some credit. With no McCaffrey, he's he's still leading this team. And despite that loss to the Bears, they could very much win this game. I'm going to give it to the Saints, though. Just because they've had a couple emotional wins at home. But I wouldn't be surprised to see them fuck it up. Bills, Jets, things not going well for the Jets thus far. They're still winless. And they really don't need this game right now against one of one of the juggernauts in the NFL right now. Buffalo Browns Bengals, realistically speaking, Browns should take this game. I've been really high on the Joe Burrow stock. He's my pick for rookie of the year. And what a game he had against the Colts like the the Bengals really they, they have like two or three wins that they left on the table. This is a great chance for Baker to show out and prove that he's the much better quarterback. I don't know if he will, though. I don't know if he will. It looks like he's probably going to get benched, so he might not even have to worry about it. I think the Bengals keep it close, though, and they win. Cowboys-Washington. Yes, we have to watch yet another NFC East slop fest Cowboys getting spanked by Kyler Murray and the boys which by the way shout out to the Cardinals offense for looking amazing amazing on paper I was excited to see them but the way Murray slings that thing and controls that offense good for them Cowboys hurt right now literally Dak Prescott one of the grossest injuries I've ever seen their morale is down They definitely need to do some team bonding and get on the same page with Andy Dalton. I'm a huge Ron Rivera fan, but I think the Cowboys bounce back with a W. Packers Titans. Green Bay still crying on their pillow. They're mad after that loss to Tom Brady. Deshaun Watson playing in a close game with Tennessee, but this ain't the Titans, bro. 
Aaron Rodgers with a much better attitude this year, but he's still petty for a win. Packers going to take this one. Lions-Falcons. Atlanta has found their groove in the form of Julio Jones, even though, even if he's not being targeted, he's a matchup that defensive coordinators still can't sleep on. So either way, it's going to open up their offense. Lions just beat the Jags, but that don't mean shit. I think the Falcons take it, and we get another two-touchdown, if not more, game from Mr. Julio Jones. I also just like saying his name, Julio Steelers-Titans, probably the most anticipated game of the NFL season. Literally, it was shut down due to coronavirus. I think we're going on three weeks that we've been waiting for it. They're both still undefeated. Hopefully, I think this is going to be probably the the best game of the week. A great offense is going to meet a great defense. And they're going to make an NFL football baby. Can't wait for it. It's going to be close, but I'm taking the Steelers. Bucks Raiders. Now, if you would have told me in the preseason that this would be an intense matchup, I would have laughed. But I also like laughing, so nothing new there. Raiders with that impressive win over the Chiefs. Buccaneers. Coming off that impressive win over Green Bay. This shit about to be brazy, yo. Another game that I think is going to be very close. And shocking as Las Vegas going to sneak away with the win. Yes, I'm taking the Raiders. Chiefs Broncos, not even going to focus on this one that much. Chiefs, obviously. They're healthy. They're nasty. They have a clear-cut path to getting another Lombardi trophy. Jaguars Chargers. I really wish the Jags would get a facelift. I hate calling for coaches' jobs, but they they just need, need an identity. They have no identity. That's their problem. I'm a big Minshew fan. Let's face it, though. The man's a turnover machine. Chargers. We did all the hard knock stuff, so got to see them extensively. Justin Herbert. Proving why he deserves to be in this league. He's been sensational thus far. He's right behind Burrow in terms of rookie of the year status for me. I think LA keeps this one close, but they walk away with the win. Oh, goodness. 49ers, Pats. Like I said, my boys hurting right now. They need to do some real soul searching. And I'm not even speaking to the players. I'm talking to you, Belichick coaching staff. Dig deep. And be a fucking pro, to quote the somewhat great Marvin Lewis. Jimmy G coming back to where it all started. Cam Newton facing a week's worth of criticism. I think is going to turn that into positivity and just instill in this team that they need to do better. And also, Julian Edelman, yes, you're the vet, technically, on that offense. But lighten up and get your shit together. All right, because don't forget when we play the Chiefs, one of those touchdowns was on your hands, literally. All right. And it wasn't in our favor. You gave up a fucking interception for a score. So Jules, I'm going to need you to pick it up. The beard's great, but that's only going to get you so far. I'm obviously going to pick the Pats. Lord help me. Seahawks Cardinals. What a matchup. 
honestly deserves to be the Sunday night game. Although the Buccaneers and the Raiders would have been good. But yes, this this is what primetime football is supposed to look like. And it feels like the Seahawks have been in primetime almost every single week that they've played. Like, goddamn. I'm going to take the Seahawks, but this Arizona team is so damn impressive. I hate to pick against Kyler Murray. Especially after that performance he just put on against the Cowboys. Rust a boy, though. Still my pick for MVP. Seattle. Monday Night Football. Bears-Rams. Rams just got beat by the limping 49ers. They better prove something. I've referred to them as the most vanilla team in the National Football League, and I think they are. All right? You got a great team, but y'all just boring as fuck. It's like meeting somebody attractive with no personality. Sorry. I'm going to take LA, and if they don't win this one, they in trouble going forward from here. To jump back to our highlight show, this was, we just put out our sixth episode. Appreciate everybody that's been watching, sharing, all that good stuff. It's been a lot of fun. I'm always open to suggestions. So let me know what what y'all want to see, and I'll take it into consideration. I'm not a monkey. I don't dance for no one. Got my drink and my two-step. But I'm all about having fun, so I'm I'm always open to making the show better and trying out new things. With that being said, I've had a lot of good feedback, and I appreciate y'all. Enjoy the games this week. Roll up. Be safe. I'm a big advocate for legalizing marijuana. So if y'all fuck this up for New Jersey, I'ma kill one of y'all. Follow our social media pages to keep up with our highlights on Instagram. It's at Fresh Cookies Show. On Twitter, it's at Fresh Cookies Pod. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm Neri Rodriguez, and you already know it's Fresh Cookies. Once you go in, you don't come out. It's fresh cookies.